Hello, and welcome to Comedians in Quarantine Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Struth, what is... <laughs> you're, not, you're not messing around with this COVID-19 lark, are you? Well, I, you know, I've been listening to what the Prime Minister has told us here in the UK, and he's recommended that if you're meeting up with other people in a confined space, that you should wear a mask. Um, yeah. So uh, I've masked up. Well, I mean, so have I, but we've done it to a different degree. I've gone for a, a black mask because it's slimming. Um, yeah, nice. You've, you look you've, good. You've gone for ladies' hosiery? Well, no, I mean, this is, I mean, one of the things I've noticed when I've worn masks into shops is I felt like I'm robbing the place anyway. Mm. So I thought, why not fully embrace it? And yeah. so now when I go in, I get my eggs, I get my vodka, mm. and I get about 100 pounds. <laughs> you get all the money in the back. Do you know what I like about your safety conscious nature is that yeah. I can tell you've got a reinforced gusset. That is how you stay safe in this uh, coronavirus world. Stop flirting with me, Steve. I'm a married man. <laughs> now, I don't know if you... You probably can't see through your uh, pants, which is not a phrase that I often use, but the the black mask that I've got on, um, yeah. I struggle with because, like... You know what they do with hats, where they say one size fits all? Mm -hmm. And they they don't fit me. And I very much feel whenever I would try on a hat that says one size fits all and it doesn't fit, I feel like society is letting me go. It's telling me I'm not part of their world. Um, and the same is true with masks. I was told this is a one-size-fits-all, but look what it's doing to my ears. <laughs> it's, it's making me go the full Martin Clunes. If we just, there you go, put a little bit of pressure on the sides. This is not what I look like. I look like Pob. What I recommend, though, is if you put on a pair of nylons, you can't see your ears, Steve. Yeah, really took some um, in. Yeah. I mean, I can't see your ears. <laughs> yeah, I can't see what you're I can barely see you. I can see a dark... Uh, mouth and your 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 forehead a bit, yeah, and uh, and that's about it really. Oh, so well, you got all all the main parts really. Um, I I don't like wearing the mask if I'm brutally honest. I know it's saving lives and all that, but it's made burping less fun. <laughs> yeah, um, does that? Yeah. Um, I I look at it like I'm a superhero now. Uh, I've always wanted to be a mask crusader, and uh, you know, now I'm I'm Batman. You're not, are you? You're, you're a hosiery man. You well, are a uh, yeah, tight man. Is it, you know, Batman didn't have to be, wasn't dealing with a pandemic, was he? I mean, the Joker, huh, piece of pish. This is a deadly <laughs> virus. Yeah, um, indeed. Well, welcome along. I'm, I'm going to demask because... Uh, I'm going to realize you know. that uh, I borrowed these from someone and they, they haven't been washed. Oh, wowzers. You're swimming in pheromones there. Um, so welcome along to the show while Eric gets undressed. Um, I'm Stephen Allen. He's Eric McElroy. And we'll be answering your questions and talking about coronavirus news and whatnot. Some messages already come in. Uh, GMT on Periscope Twitter said, what time is this due to start? And then he said, the time I just answered my question. That's right. This show's now got a timer at the start. Ooh, yep. This is We've upgraded some things. I think it's nice. It's nice. Um, I apologize if some people are trying to watch us on Twitch and it's not working. We seem to be live everywhere else um so yeah that's the miracle of this keep refreshing um, it i'm sure it'll kick in it'll um, kick in. 
Something okay, Ken. Jeff says, evening, guys. Hi. Sal says, hi, boys. Hi, Sal. How are you doing? Nice to know you're watching and stuff. Hope you're keeping well and away from the coronaviruses. Um, You can message on whatever platform you're on. We've got various screens all over the shop. Uh, Ask us any questions. We'll get stuck into that. Um, We also, you know, you did mention, Eric, that we've had a bit of an upgrade. So we've got a timer on the start. This is a new webcam, by the way. Ooh, look at you. Um, We also have new opening credits. Yeah. Are you ready for yeah. some sexy yeah. new opening credits? Tease me. Show me. Hey. <laughs> Do you think it's too much? Because no. there were, I, I spent the weekend working on that, and I realized, look, it's a dramatic, important kind of credits. But last week, I think I did a five-minute piece where I just kept saying butthole quite a lot, and we both pretended to go to the toilet live on screen. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, om- I'm, I'm almost as aroused watching that as I was wearing those nylons just now. Oh, well. So if that gives you an idea how excited I am. A good show for you that. already. Uh, Karen yes. says hi. Sal says he's fine. He's in a flat with no TV. So what better way to kill the time? That's nice. Don't make it seem like you chose to watch this because we might be entertaining. We are literally your last choice, and I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, someone has commented. I don't know if you're seeing. I'm getting. Uh, we, I'm, we've increased our chat capabilities as well here. Um, I've had. I don't know if you see. Uh, Ab Hamid has uh, messaged us and said hi, guys. Looks good until you took your masks off. Harsh. Oh, we're, we're, out of, we're out of shape. We're not used to heckling. There's no need for all this. I'm not sure where this is coming from. Um, Sharon says, hi, hi, Sharon. And Chris says, very Pearl and Dean. Why, well, bless you. Um, so, yeah, we've got new credits. We've just raised our game a little bit. It still means we are going to be asking for your donations. The link's at the bottom if you'd like to try and fund yeah. some of this quality work. Um, and That's you can fine. keep your questions coming all through it. We're we ready to jump into the first story, Eric. Um, we are, but we did have actually someone who donated earlier today and gave us a question. So I don't know if we want to do that first. You can, yeah, we can do those first. Go for it. Yeah, so this is somebody who was kind enough to donate to the show because I know some of you have purchased tickets. Um, some of you are donating. If you can, that'd be fantastic. Um, there's the little Kofi link there. Um, this is from some. This is from Mr. T. Wow. I don't, I don't know if it's the Mr. T. Um, probably uh, not. And if, he, if it is, he probably pities us. The fool. Um, well, yeah, it's not the real. It's not the original Mr. T because this person is apparently a doctor who has a real problem. Uh, this doctor has temporarily been working in a different city. We don't know right. the city, um, and flew home recently. His wife made him strip his underpants in their garage and go into their shower. Good stuff. Then, when uh, their her sister-in-law and bro- her sister and brother-in-law drove to their house from a nearby city, they came in the front door and only had to wash their hands. Mm. Now. Mr. T's asked us a couple questions, Steve, and we're here to solve problems because we're comics in quarantine, solving problems, name of the show. What disinfectant method seems reasonable for a person who has traveled from a different city and who's entering one's own house? It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, look, I, I can see how you don't like the disparity in that situation, but I can also see how no one should ever try and force a sister-in-law to strip. That's the kind of stuff you would read about in the old magazines, as they used to do. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think... Well, look, given a choice between being forced to strip and get in the shower, which could have gone one of two ways, it's always worth mm-hmm. going along with it because you never know. Your other, yep. other option is being left in quarantine for 14 days like we're going to do in the UK. 
That's uh, that's yeah, that's less fun. I don't know if you. That's one of the new rules that we'll be talking about soon. Is that anyone who flies into the UK will be held in quarantine. But for anyone who's flown into Stansted, you'd realise half of that is just getting through passport <laughs> control, and by the time they've reclaimed their baggage, we'll owe them a day. So um, it's not it's not the worst option. Yeah, I'd say go along with it. The more people yeah. you get in that shower, the better. What are your thoughts, Eric? Well, he's he's upset with the disparity that the brother-in-law's travelled fifty kilometres versus him flying five hundred kilometres. And I guess the point I would make is that that sounds like more than one person getting together with another person and you're meeting inside of a household. Mm. So we've informed the police about you. <laughs> and whilst we appreciate your donation, the donation is cleared. Yeah. Enjoy your time in jail. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, we're not going to hear from them again. Um, we never said these were confidential questions. There's, yeah. We're not priests, for Christ's sake. I, I mean, I'm clearly not a priest. I'm wearing nylons. Actually, well, that makes again, sense. yeah, not necessarily mutually exclusive. Uh, hopefully that answers your question. Any more questions, you can send them through, especially if you donate. Uh, now, we're eight minutes in already. We've not covered any news. How about a slice of this? Um, the big change that's been happening is all about this. Stay alert, control the virus, and save lives. Are you, uh, hopefully, Eric, I think you should be staying alert. Have you Have you been upping your alert level? Yeah, I've been, uh, I haven't, well, I've not slept for years anyway, because mm. I have young children and um, no income. So uh, there hasn't been much reason for me to sleep for a long time. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of sitting on the porch with a rifle waiting for some virus to come your way. And yeah. uh, look, a lot of people said that this was a bit of a, a, a weak source kind of way of giving advice. Mm. Stay home, you know what you're dealing with, but stay alert. That's as bad as having advice from the government that says, you know, eat, pray, love for all you're dealing with. But I'm not so sure. I think if you stay alert, you probably can fight off the virus. A lot okay. of their advice was confusing. For example, they did say, originally, when we were doing the stay home version, the rule was, if you can work from home, you should work from home. If you can't, you should go to work. Now they've yeah. changed it that if you can't work from home, you should go to work. But if you can, you should work from home. So apparently okay. that's different. Um, but I'm okay. focusing on the thing that everyone's been trying to mock, kind of, all oh, the government saying stay alert, that's not going to make a difference. It is. And let me show you why, right? I've been working on my alertness levels, and Ooh. so I'm now so alert that if a virus tries to come at me, I'm going to be ready for it because I am alert. Whoopa! Now, <laughs> nice. the reason that that virus didn't get me, whoopa, is that I'm alert. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking when it comes to self-defense. A lot of people say... Uh, you should use your opponent's weight against you. And that's difficult with a virus because they weigh approximately 0.8 times 10 to the minus 18 grams. So you don't want to do that. It's to do with speed. If you want to beat a virus, speed. We all know the three-second rule, which implies that viruses, as long as you can get rid of them within three seconds, they can't get... Because I'm alert. Even when I'm not looking, I'm staying alert because... Wow. Um, do you want to go at this, Eric? Uh, I can try. Okay. Are you are you feeling particularly alert? Here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> Within three seconds. Oh no, this is childish, but this is the most fun I have had all day. It was prepping up the can of. I, I just want you to know, I'm doing that in a reverse mirror thing. Like, I didn't know which side that was going to be on. So am I. We're both on the same camera thing. Um, so that's my take on how it's been going. What's your thoughts of what Boris Johnson's been up to? Well, I mean, 
he did he so he rolled it out on Sunday night. It was widely panned. Then he had the press conference last night. Um, and he talked about one of the other things other than staying alert is that we're meant to now do more exercise, right? We've been allowed an hour a day of exercise, and now we can exercise as much as we want, which I was kind of like, you know what? I wasn't even needing an hour a day. Now you're making me really feel like shit. Um, but then I was like, why do we need to exercise so much? And then I heard part of his explanation. You have to become ever more flexible, ever more agile. <laughs> got to limber up. We've got to limber. We've got to keep it. Ugh. So I'm just, just keeping it through my calisthenics. Oh, nice. Working on that pelvic floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should see my... Should see, you, you know what? Alex Jones would like to eat my ass. That's how good my pelvic floor is right now. i got a really good pelvic floor. I, uh, I mop it regularly. <laughs> now, obviously, people said that he wasn't clear about the alert thing, or he wasn't clear about the staying in and out. He wasn't clear about the exercise. And, and, and also going out and, like, who we can see when we go out. And so I thought, you know what, I, I don't want to just take the piss. So I, I watched it back because I really wanted to understand it. And, um, well, here we are. Let's give the prime minister a chance. And, and, and I was trying to understand it. <clears throat> right. I'm going to do with my pen. Find out here what we're supposed to do with exercise. I don't quite understand exercise. So... Let me just listen back to that, the Prime Minister one more time. We want people to be able to use uh, the outdoors to be able to exercise in an unlimited way outdoors, but okay. they've got to obey social distancing. So there can't be any question of people just going off uh, for holidays, for staying in places like the Lake District. If, if, if they do go uh, to exercise, it's got okay. to be done with social distancing, if they're going to be more than one, it's going to be members of their own, uh, of your own household. Uh, and of course, uh, as we said before, if you are going to, to meet uh, anybody else in that open space, it's got to be one on one and again, uh, exercising social distancing. So if it's a, somebody not from your household, uh, it can't, uh, it's got to be just uh, you and that other person and uh, not your household and that other person. I hope that's, I hope that's clear. Um, Patrick or, or Chris, I can't say. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. Pretty clear. <laughs> now, what I've realized after a lot of reflection is what the prime minister is saying is that we can go dogging. Oh, he did say one-on-one -on -one and meet yep. them whilst exercising, and that is, that's good cardio. And uh, whilst we're speaking of dogging, this is a good point to mention um, that we appreciate you watching, but we also appreciate your contributions more. So, no thing there's link there. Um, but if you're watching and you are enjoying this, um, uh, you can contribute to the show in lieu of dogging, since that's probably not permissible right now. But once the re things are relaxed, I mean, I would take that instead. Would you? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, yeah, the link's at the bottom. Now, some messages you can message. Don't forget, they're all still coming through. Uh, MD Ridley says, my elderly neighbours want to ignore the two-metre distance and continually shuffle closer. Advice. Uh, it depends how quickly they're shuffling. If they're moving towards you like a, a glacier, just work out how many months it is until you need to take a step back. And, yeah. yeah, they'll never do it. If you double your distance every time they get within 10 metres of you, uh, it's one of those proof that infinity doesn't exist, Archimedes jobbies, whatever it is, uh, you'll work that. Um, Karen says um, that there's nothing worse than a crowded train. This because Jeff. <laughs> Jeff says the lockdown is becoming a joke. Crowded trans today... 
probably meant trains, but then we're not yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> I think Boris had made a mistake driving to exercise at the beach. Should have shut down for another week or more. Certainly anything. I, I'm not, I am worried that we are now having to pick one friend to socialise with because so far no one has been in touch with me to be that friend. This oh. is like flipping sport at school again. I'm just going to get picked last. <laughs> Thanks, Boris. Dick. Um, and I've got um, Simon uh, has said evening. Thank you for your contributions. Uh, keep yeah, them coming thanks. through. It really makes the show float on by. Message whichever platform you're on, we should be able to get it. Uh, now I want to talk about sport because sport is coming back. Even though neither of us are particularly sporty, uh, yeah. we are finding ways to try and do sport in lockdown. For the UK version of it, coronavirus a Dorset knob eating contest held online amid lockdown. And if ever there's a phrase you don't want to have to Google for. It would, it would be knob eating. What is wrong with Britain that all of our traditional activities, welly throwing, cheese rolling, which actually sounds better than it is, like rolling a cheese across a table, yeah, that's entertainment. Running down a hill to get some cheese and breaking your leg in the process, buy some cheese from the shop. Yes, you have to queue to get in these days. What the hell are you doing? So I don't know if you are a big fan of knob eating, but you will have to watch it online. Yeah, yeah. Until I'd moved to this country, I'd never even heard of uh, Dick Cheese. Yep. Yeah, well, you'll either be eating it or rolling it down a hill. I'm not quite sure. Uh, although in foreign countries, they've managed to work out how to get their sports back, and I think we could learn a lesson. Baseball season is underway in South Korea, but no fans are there to see it. Posters posing as fans filled the seats for yesterday's opening game of the KBO League. Posters instead of sports fans. Nice. And you know what? I'm in favour of it because. Yeah. It, it looks better than an empty stadium. Okay, it does mean if we do that over here with our football, the football crowd will not be cheering, not be celebrating, not be offering any support. But that's exactly what you used to if you're a supporter of, insert name, a football team you don't like. <laughs> I think that's how sports jokes work, yeah? That's how sports work, yep, definitely. If we understood any sports or teams, we could have made that hilarious. Yeah, but then, then again, I don't know a lot about sport, which is exactly the... Thing that name a football team don't do. Boop. <laughs> um, <but laughs> this is how much I know about it. But I think we as comedians could learn from it because at the moment there is no stand-up comedy circuit because there are no audiences. And we keep trying no. to do these gigs at home, but they don't really work because we don't have a replacement audience. So why don't we mm. nick that idea from them and have audience members that are drawn on? I tried it earlier on. See how this gig went. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to the stage, Mr. Steve N. Allen. Hello. Oh, it's good to be here. Um, I tell you, what, I've missed doing stand-up comedy like you wouldn't believe. But we are back, and we've got an audience in. Are you well? I hope so. Otherwise, you shouldn't have been allowed in. I think we're checking for that these days. Um, but right, I'm your MC for the evening, Mr. Stephen Allen. Let's see if we can meet the front row. Uh, hello, first up, the lady there. Uh, where are you from? Is it a tree? All right, see yourself. Uh, next to the guy along there. Hello, thanks very much for coming. What's your name? Is it Russell? Because you're a newspaper. Um, next one along. Hello, sir. Thanks very much for coming along tonight. And uh, where do you work? Is it in an office, I presume? Because you photocopy a paper, aren't you? And, uh, oh, finally, hello. Oh, God, that's going to be a thing, isn't it? Christ. Well, I mean, if you're enjoying it, I'd say tell your face, but we're not going to be able to tell. Hey. That is what we have to look forward to when we go back. Yeah. To be fair, you and I have done some gigs to fewer people. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Indeed. You know, the saddest part of that is that microphone wasn't plugged in, but I just felt like I needed it. <laughs> uh, right, some more uh, messages. So Jeremy says, I'm taking the advice of Boris and have three exorcism classes planned tomorrow. <laughs> and Sal says, more wapow the virus. Um, I think I can go back to it. Yeah, if ever if ever anyone wants to make requests, whoopa! Um, just stay. Hang on. No, wrong way. Ah, oh, there it is. Um, wait, 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 wait. Can I try it again? Yeah, hang on. There's your, there's your one. Boom. I mean, it's the most fun I've had for ages, and it's really sad. Uh, right. So, on to what's been happening in America, Mr. Eric. Yeah, I mean. So Boris Johnson hasn't had the best press the last couple of days. Um, Donald Trump has struggled with his press conferences. He's done le fewer or less. Both. He's done not as many as since he suggested that people take disinfectant to kill the virus. Um, he had one yesterday, and it didn't start with the best look, which we've got a picture of it here. Now, you'll notice there it says America leads the world in testing. Now, there's a couple of problems with that. A, it's not factually correct per capita. And B, the problem with big banners like that is they tend to come back and haunt someone. Um, we've got a good example of how these banners can go wrong later on. Remember this one oh, back yeah. in the day, George W. Bush, you know, that image didn't end very well because mission wasn't accomplished. And sometimes optics just go wrong. I mean, there's I mean, this could, you know, Trump's uh, claims could turn out like this. Oh, yeah. Again, not the best optics. For the uh, you know the balloon industry, you don't find many balloons flying around anymore. Um, and then already, you know, currently cruise ships are having problems. But you know, back in the day, there was some warning signs. Oh, you've gone. That's the wrong phone. <laughs> I wonder why. That was the full speech, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's live, ladies and gentlemen. What, was there another one in there? Uh, no, Did they're I the ones it? that I got downloaded. <laughs> this is well. All right. This date wasn't the Titanic, which was the image it was meant <laughs> to say, What a weird intro. It was a build-up of three. So it was meant to be the, the, the comic. Well, that, that would have been four. I don't know. Anyway, that imaging was probably the worst. Worse than what Donald Trump has done killing 80,000 Americans. Worse than George W. Bush in the Iraq War was, was that tuxedo. Can we go back to it, Steve? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So that's a better intro for that. 1988. Um... I chose that color. I don't know why. You've got the pink cummerbund and tie. Um, it, it's hard to see in that photo, but the glasses are so big. <laughs> They're so big. Um, if you yeah, want, I can I can try and zoom in live. Let's get more of this. Oh, look, oh there we go. Oh. Look at that. But, I mean, look at that hair. I still got that head of hair. But those glasses. Dear God. Yeah. I mean... Anyway, Happy so that was a Hindenburg of a disaster of a night. Let's just put it that way. Wow. <laughs> and then I burst into flames at the end. All right. I thought you were going to do a going down joke, but you didn't. All right. Nice. I respect no. you for it. I, I have more respect for um, uh, the Hindenburg. For Dawn Barbary, who was my date that night. I hope it's okay to say her name. Yeah. Um, beautiful Super work. That. Yeah. Um, but on that uh, press conference, it didn't. <laughs> that was the start of it. And it was already a struggle. Now, Trump, the, Trump's brand is about being at these press conferences, mixing it up with the reporters, taking it on the chin, and then punching straight back. And yesterday was no exception because he got some really tough, nasty questions. Please. You said many times that the U.S. is doing far better than any other country when it comes to testing. Yes. 
Why does that matter? Why is this a global competition to you if everyday Americans are still losing their lives and we're still seeing more cases every day? Well, they're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Don't ask me. Ask China that question, okay? When you ask them that question, you may get a very unusual answer. Yes, behind you, please. Sir, why are you saying that to me specifically? I'm telling you, I'm not saying it specifically to anybody. I'm saying it to anybody that would ask a nasty question That's like that. That's not a nasty question. Please go ahead. Why does it matter? Okay, uh, anybody else? Please go ahead in the back, please. I have, I have two questions. No, it's okay. But we'll you pointed to me. I have two questions, Mr. Next. President. Next, please. But you, did, you called on me. I did, and you didn't respond, and now I'm calling on Sorry, I just the young lady in the back, please. I just Ooh. Now, you can watch that, and you could say the Trump beat was being racist, and you would be correct. And, and you could watch that, and you could say the Trump was being sexist, which would also be correct. But he's only representing his supporters. <laughs> but he's challenging the fake news agenda, and that's what his people like. They like it. When he stands up and he takes those questions, fair or unfair or reasonable or true— but he takes those questions and he doesn't hold back. He turns it right around and he gives as good as he gets, as you can see, the way he responded to those two women. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand the courage and conviction it takes to run away like that kind of a coward? <laughs> Obama never did that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, look, it is scary out there because everyone looks like they're a character in Mortal Kombat. So it's going to yeah. look at some point like Melina's going to come for you. The reporters need to come dressed with these on. Yeah, he'd probably like that. That's true, actually. <laughs> For those women to put that on, that wouldn't be a good choice. Excellent stuff. Um, should we do some more messages? <laughs> Have you finished? I didn't know when you'd, when you'd finish with that. Have you finished with that? <laughs> you sound like a broken man at that point, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, MD Ridley uh, says, Hi, Stevie. Uh, just wanted to ask what sort of mileage you're getting these days. My old VW has made a tank last for nearly six weeks, and it's a diesel mind. He says, by the way, that joke went nowhere when I sent it out last month, so good luck with it. Thank you for sending us your offcasts. Um, <laughs> there's Stephen Leatherdale says, hi, uh, when you were talking about being alert, you were both swiping at something, and I saw nothing at all, so am I doomed? Yes. If you are not <laughs> alert, you are doomed. Um, um We've had a question here. Simon has asked me about um, Trump being in Home Alone. And uh, uh, no, Donald Trump was not in Home Alone. He was in Home Alone too. Good detail. Yeah. Yep. In the lobby scene, which I believe on this show in the past, we've said, if you were going to put Donald Trump in a lobby scene, it would be better if he was in the one in The Matrix. Um, hmm. Sadly, I don't have the editing abilities to put that together. Uh, <laughs> Chris says, if your audiences have to wear masks, how will you know who's heckling you? Good point. That's terrifying. And uh, Sal says, that was like when uh, when heckling uh, makes the boys walk off the stage. Yeah, no, the, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Keep your messages coming through. Um, 
Can we also talk about celebrities getting involved in COVID-19? There's always some celeb giving it some business about their opinions. When it all first started, I don't know if you remember, but on Good Morning Britain, um, Kevin Bacon was on there being interviewed with his stay-at-home challenge to try and get people to stay at home. And of course, Kevin Bacon is going to worry about coronavirus. He's only six people away from everyone who has the virus. So for him, it's life or death. Um but there's been another one who's been in the news. Uh, singer Brian Adams. Hit the headline. Brian Adams is accused of racism for blaming coronavirus on bat-eating, wet market animal selling. Beeps. Woo. Rude. Um, yeah. I think you've got the transcript of what he actually said. What's yeah, so he posted on Instagram. And, um, it, you know, he basically, Brian Adams said, tonight was supposed to be the beginning of a tenancy of gigs at the Royal Albert Hall. But thanks to some fucking bad-eating, wet-market animal-selling, virus-making, greedy bastards, the whole world is now on hold. My message to them is, other than thanks a fucking lot, is go vegan. Hashtag go vegan. Wow. So I think Brian Adams has shown that his hashtag should be twat. Mm. It's Yeah, you're right. You don't, Normally you don't, uh, you don't imagine... Canadians or vegans to be that angry. The overlap of Canadian and vegan should be the nicest guy in the world. Why is he inverted on himself and become yep. Mr. Nasty Man? He needs I, a steak. I've got a theory about why he's so upset, is that um, coronavirus ruins a lot of his songs. I've tried ah. to go through and look at some. Um, the only thing that looks good on me is you. It's not going to work, is it? The only thing that looks good two metres away from me is you, if anything, comes across as an insult. Mm. Um, everything I do, I do it in a mask. Not as good. Uh, can't stop this thing we've started. Well, that's that's true. Uh, especially if it's been sung from Wuhan. Am I right? Hey. Um, and he's got that other song, I Thought I Died and Went to Heaven. That's actually quite appropriate. Um, <laughs> so you think he's upset because he's, he's a vegan? This is what's going wrong with him. Well, I mean, I guess he wanted to have a tenancy of gigs at the Royal Albert Hall, which is not normally what you'd have. You normally have a residency of gigs. So maybe he was just, maybe he doesn't have anywhere to live. That, yeah, that could be a big problem. That could be part um, of the problem. Well, he could live on cloud number nine, quoting more of his songs. Right? <laughs> um, but <laughs> I thought that he seems angry and it could just be, maybe it is food related. Maybe he's just really upset. Look, we've lost work because of this. And yeah. I know I didn't take to Instagram and start insulting people from China just because all my gigs have disappeared. But I don't yeah. earn as much money as Brian Adams, so I have lost less money in comparison. I'll give him that. Um, but if ever there's one song that you should do a parody on when it comes to Brian Adams, we all know what it is. And I thought this might cheer him up. So, Brian Adams, if you're watching, this is to cheer you up, you little racist man. Howdy. I'm Stephen Allen, and this here is my guitar. And this is my obvious parody song tribute to Brian Adams. I got my first real virus And it came from a bat Because they've got the wet markets But we're not supposed to mention that We weren't allowed in school year And the roads, they were empty Cough till my lungs bled Was the summer of 2020 But when I look back now that luck dancing to last forever And if I had a choice I would have bought more loot paper That was the worst summer of my life There you go. We're back. That was excellent. Yeah, thank you. I've got it here in case anyone... Uh, what? Got the old 
Got the old axe out. I've not played the guitar for like 17 years or something like that. And it's well, just been under I've the bed. I've known you for about 17 years. I didn't know you played the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, still got it. Not very well. I mean, let's be honest, that's some of the worst guitar playing I ever did. I did A-level music back in the day. Um, so it's yeah, um, nice to get that out. I didn't bother tuning it out. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think um, I think well, but that's a, it's a fantastic tribute. If he hears that, I'm sure he'll calm down a little bit. Yeah, nice. After he finishes suing us. Uh, is Brian Adams a tad bitter, says Chris. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do have to do a shout out. Um, I know we're coming towards the end uh, before you say that. Um, M MD Ridley has made a donation to our show using oh, the Kofi you. there um, because uh, we read out some of their stuff. So they said, please have some of their money because um, uh, he's as corrupt as the next guy, clearly. There we go. Yeah. So thank you very much, Mr. or Ms. Ridley. It's very nice. Stephen so Leatherdale can... says, I like Brian Adams' new social distancing anthem, Run From You. <laughs> Good. We could have been doing this all show. We should have thought of doing this one earlier. Whole show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, well, we've reached near. I mean, I don't know if anybody else has any more questions out there. We're reached near the end of our half hour of time together. Yeah, no, we've done it. We're two minutes over, so apologies for for the tardiness. But hopefully, you've enjoyed uh, some of the business we've been doing. If you'd like to help out, uh, contribute. Here's the little link down the bottom. Um, oh, Sal says I I asked recently those wet markets. Uh, have been running for yonks. So why has this never surfaced before? Oh. Well, I guess, you know, maybe we just never met the right bat. Well, that's, yeah. And that's because the um, this virus was actually released by the lizard people from their lab um, in the yeah. secret cave. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And maybe we'll talk about this on another show, but everyone who keeps saying it was invented in the lab. Why? Biological warfare. It only kills 1% to 2%. That would be one of the worst <laughs> weapons that's like having a, an automatic weapon, but putting mostly blanks in there. So yeah. but anyway, we can talk about that on another show. Um, thank you for all your comments. Uh, there's a new thing to subscribe to. Is there a, what should people search for to subscribe to the new so, channel? Yeah, we've got a new uh, channel called Comics Essential, um, which is going to be the home of uh, comics in quarantine solving problems, because it's also named after our podcast, which is Comics Aren't Essential, which is on iTunes, and you can check that out. Um, we're back on Thursday night with a whole new show. Um, although I might keep the mask. I kind of liked wearing the pantyhose yeah, you go. Um, on my head versus elsewhere. Um, and Steve and I are going to be on Crack Comedy Live uh, this Sunday at 8 o'clock. Um, so if you want to check out a live a night of stand-up comedy, uh, we'll have Nathan Caton, Jen Brister, and Rob Deering, and myself and Mr. Steve doing some jokes. Yep. Doing some jokes. That's a good look. It's a good look for you. I can see it now because I'm not wearing the pantyhose anymore. So I mean, it really because it doesn't fit. It really, it really tugs on the old, the old ears there. The old Martin Clunes there. I have a feeling putting this mask on like this is probably. It's it's cultural appropriation, is what that is. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. Uh, not listen, to do that. Uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed tonight, if you could, the bucket is there. Um, to help us uh, feed our children or my children, Steve doesn't have any, um, but uh, that he knows of. Uh, it's appreciated. And otherwise, just share the page. You can share the link, uh, subscribe to the channel. Is there anything else to tell him, Mr. Steve? That's about it. We'll see you again next time. Thank you very much for watching and all that stuff. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye bye.